came from Gen X. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome to It Came From Gen X. I'm one of your hosts, Heath, not too poor Porter, along with my fellow host, Mike, on a skin of chicken skinner, and Brian, give a man a fish fisher. Mm-hmm. You guys thought this was folklore. You mm-hmm. thought he was made up. Mm. You thought he was a legend of the past. Mm-hmm. You heard us talk uh-huh. about him. We paid homage to him. A man uh-huh. has returned. On flew the chicken coop. Cooper has returned. <laughs> What's up, baby? <laughs> hey, welcome back. The fourth musketeer has made his. His debut on it came from Gen X, and dude, we are awesome, excited to have you. What's up, Coop? Hey, man, glad to be here. I've uh, been listening all along. I haven't left you, left you, but I did hear something on a sabbatical. You showed up anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a misnomer. I wasn't on a sabbatical. I just wasn't allowed on the show until after Black um, History Month and Internet. <laughs> No. Before you got off the ground, so you know, I think that I oh yeah, he, he's back. <laughs> okay, you know we you know we have like a ratings level on the show, right? We have to. And anyway, <laughs> that's why you guys didn't call me till this week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, you dive in with both feet. Be yourself. Uh, I, we're excited to have you. I know the audience is going to enjoy you, and we're going to get cracking. Everybody ready? Yep. Yep. Crack. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and pass the buck. Before we do that, though, I want to thank our viewing audience. Thank you for those who've been sending in emails. Our audience is growing. We're very, very excited about where this show is going. Again, we are four best friends from high school. A couple of us go back even further than that, and we are the guys from Reality Football. But football season's over, and we wanted to continue continue uh, our our little union here, and we came up with this show. It came from Gen X. Basically, it is a show about everyday life, popular subjects from a Generation X point of view, baby boomers, uh, uh, millennials. Everybody's welcome. Uh, have a good time and have a good laugh with us. And Fish, tell us where we can be found. Well, first of all, we're not sure if you're actually seeing us right now or just listening to us because we're trying some <laughs> new applications here. So uh, if and you'll see a clip of this on TikTok. And by the way, our TikTok page is at it came from Gen X 330. And we'll also post it out on Twitter. It came from Gen X or look for at came underscore Gen, G-E-N, and we'll put it on Instagram as well. It came from underscore Gen X. The four of us trying to, Skinner trying to teach three 50-year-old men how to download an app, which he asked us to do days ago, and everybody's doing it right now, right before the show and everything else. So hopefully you're you're seeing us as well. And if you are seeing us- I never saw the guy. That's right. If you are seeing us, Uh it will be on our YouTube channel. It came from Gen X, and we'll link that to our Facebook page at It Came From Gen X, all one word. You can email the show at It Came From Gen X 330 at gmail.com. And if you are listening to us, you might be listening to us on WMVU.org, Global Internet Radio, Mondays, 7 to 8 p.m., and the same uh, audio only 
version will be on podcasts, many podcast platforms, all your major ones, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And now... If you're first listening to, absolutely. That's right. And now you can also ask your home assistant device to play the It Came From Gen X podcast, and it will work. I tested that on the weekend, and it works terrifically. So that's where you're watching us, or perhaps just listening to way, us only. What are you showing us? Proof. <laughs> I have proof. Of seeing him on Saturday and saying, please, I, so download this stuff when you get home tonight. Mm-hmm. Skitter, a picture of Marcy and him. Kid, t- uh, Skitter's mm-hmm. holding up a picture of him and his girl. Uh, she took a picture of us hugging up and sent it to him while he was walking around the That's store. That's funny. Yep. <laughs> i never seen a man move so fast at the counter. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Anyway, um, all right. Thanks a lot, Fish. And... Uh, I tried to call up the show on my Alexa device. It says something, but I had to go into settings and reset the taste button. So I don't know what yeah. that's all about, but <laughs> yeah. you got to turn yeah, that on. Really have to do, you have to do. We got our, yeah. our fourth musketeer back. We're definitely going to have to retake, yeah, reset that sure. taste button. That's right. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's hey, right. Skinner, since, since you're talking, how about you go ahead and take the ball and let's get rolling. We'll do. I want to first uh, welcome uh, Coop back to the show. You've, uh, on our minds and in our hearts through all this, it's uh, great to know that you have been paying attention to the show. And uh, I know we're, I, I'm excited to have you back on here. So it's yep. never the same without you. Most and, of us missed you, Coop. Yeah, right. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> What's that? Two out of three? <laughs> 66 percent right, so. of the show at least missed you. <laughs> I have not only have I been listening and paying attention to what's been going on, but I've also been taking notes because there are a couple things that you've touched on that at some point I have to weigh in on. So oh boy. Let's see oh boy. Bring it hard and let's see where it goes. But I do We're I have trouble. a couple trickle back um from last week and there's no way that I'm gonna let you guys get oh off my. getting by without commenting on these dudes playing video games as opposed to having sex. So we're after well, that it's, it's, it's bad enough what comes out of his mouth off the cuff. Now he's got crib notes. We're in trouble. <laughs> oh yeah, we are definitely in trouble. Anyway, welcome back, Coop. We'll go ahead and get into the headline uh, headline news for uh, national and also for uh, world news. Um, just recently, the Catholic world Church uh, came down and said that the priests and ministers are not able to bless the same-sex unions. I have a Mm, quote from Pope Francis. Uh, He said, not intended to be a form of unjust discrimination, but rather a reminder of the truth of the liturgical right. And I'm assuming that has something to do with, uh, in the Bible, obviously. Um, I wanted to bring this up because there's been same-sex unions going on for quite a while now. And um, long overdue, in my opinion, uh, I am not Catholic, uh, so I don't have that mindset or that teaching or upbringing. Is that um, I just like what my boyfriend is kind of things. Yes, kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to give my two cents here and then I'm going to I'm going to we got to let Coop chime in first. Oh, God. <laughs> Being the first show. But again, I wasn't brought up Catholic. I was brought up Protestant and uh, Baptist. show. And um, so I disagree with it. Uh, they were pretty dead set against uh, the 
the unions, but they're not against the marriage per se. What they are against is is blessing the union, if that makes sense. There's a difference between no. the two. Um, there is a difference, I guess. The union is okay, but to bless it and like they would a marriage with a man and a woman, I, I don't know. I got nothing. Coop? Yeah. It's on to you, buddy. I don't like right, cookies, but I'll eat them. I don't care. Live and let live. Um, it, that aspect of it, if people deserve to be happy, they also deserve to be miserable. The only thing that I would throw in there is be careful what you wish for. Because if you're going to um, make this big movement to have unions blessed, you're also going to be on the other end of that when things dissipate, dissolve, and now there's um, the same type of um, alimonies and, and things that everybody else that's been through three or four or five marriages suffer through. Can I get an amen? What are you trying to say? <laughs> I, what I'm saying is, there's always a downside to all of that. And it's, you know, it, I, it's, not, it's not my business to tell somebody whether they can, can't, what what they can do. I, I really. Well, wait a minute. They didn't, they didn't say that. They didn't say you can't or can't. They said they're not going to bless it. That's all they said. Yeah. I'll make sure we, we clarify that. I'm really worried about having that blessing though. Yeah. Oh, uh, if they're yeah. serious about their religion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, this- you know, that's, that's not for me to say. All I'm doing is weighing in on the fact that it's just a precautionary thing. Listen, guys, if, if that's where you're headed with all of this, there's always a downside to it. As far as like the the Catholic Church weighing in on it, we're, what, 50, 60 years behind schedule with anything that the Catholic Church weighs in on. So, you know, it'll roll, it'll roll around eventually. Ooh, I can hear the phones lighting up now. <laughs> what do you got, Fish? <laughs> yeah, all this stuff is crazy to me. I, 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 you know, I don't, you know, if two people are in love, let them get married, bless the marriage. Come on. I mean, if, especially if you have two people that are devout into your, whatever your religion is, I could not care less whatever your religion is, as long as you're not hurting anybody. So welcome people in there. I mean, come on. It's so archaic to me. It's just ridiculous to me. So, you know, get married. Like I said, if, if people are in your fold and practicing and they're devout, they're not hurting anybody. I, I just, I don't get any of it. So I, I hope it doesn't. And unfortunately, it may hold people, some people back. Unfortunately, what? we two people might be in love and somebody's so one partner could be upset that they can't get a, a, a formal blessing from their religion, I guess. And that would be a shame. So I, I hope it doesn't hold people back from going forward and taking a big step in their in their lives. So all this religious stuff in that respect, I just don't understand it. That's just me. So that's what I got. Get married. Don't get married. Be happy. We're only around so much time. And don't let all that crap hold you back, in my opinion. Where'd you get the news source? Where'd it come from? Do you know? Um, it- I don't remember. It was uh, I just to put in world news. It's all world news. Which, it's all over the headlines right now. It's yeah, it's a big it's thing everywhere. Like and I took the and I just took the headline and I took the quote from Pope Francis and just you know let our let's form our own opinions. I think is noteworthy there. It's it's on major news sources. It's it's on several places it's, out there. I'll check to see what the imams thought about it were they blessing as well or did nobody care on that one 
I, I didn't get anything from families. It was just strictly talking about the Catholic, the Catholic uh, Church and the Vatican. I thought they were going to announce they're just going to stop blessing marriages altogether. Admit. <laughs> I gotcha. They knew like well, I Keith, knew. You, Keith, you being the pastor uh, of the group, I would love to hear what you have to say here real quick before we move on. Okay. Uh, well, obviously, uh, I come from a different point of view than Coop and Fish. Um Fish made a comment about uh, their religion. They should be able to practice. I don't understand how it can be their religion if you're following the Bible. Um, and I believe, just like other things are, not only is uh, 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 homosexuality a sin, but it is a sin that God calls abomination. It's the only one that he calls an abomination. Um, I don't believe in it. I, I don't care if you are or not personally, that's your business. Okay. We all got issues we got to deal with. So I'm not sitting there going, oh, this person's gay. I don't like, I don't care what you do. But I can understand why the church is doing that. If you're going to adhere to the word of God, you have to adhere to all of it. So um, I, I really thought, I didn't know that they just now did this. To be honest with you, had Ben done it. Or was allowing it, so I didn't, I was really shocked to hear this. Period. But uh, you know, if that's what the Word of God says, and that's what you practice, and that's what it is. Now, now, Fisher made a uh, use the word archaic. Okay, um, I'm going to put it like this: the Bible teaches us that anything that goes against God's design is called demonic, if you will, or evil. And God's whole thing was creation. Two men and two women coming together defy that very principle of what God did. It stopped the ability to create. The Bible teaches us that we're all in heaven and have a, a design purpose on this earth that was predestined before we was ever born, before time even. Who knows if that child that is not born was destined to cure cancer or destined to help this person or destined to do what? That stops that entire process. So I'm just giving you guys a perspective is all I'm saying. Not telling you to agree with it or whatever. I'm just telling you where Christians, their frame of mind is. Now, here's my biggest problem. My biggest problem are Christians in the name of God treating gay people like crap. Okay, and that gives uh, Christians a bad name, and it makes us look like uh, holier than thou or whatever. Who are you to judge somebody and treat them like crap? Not to mention, the Bible says, with love and kindness have I drawn thee. So that's my biggest issue, is this stance on homosexuals uh, that is ugly, that is nasty, uh, and in the name of God. I don't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Whether I meet somebody, if they're gay or not, I don't really don't care because it's none of my business. But I'm not going to take this stance where I, I I will not do anything to help promote that. I understand the church. I stand in agreement with them. And you, if you believe in something, you have to stand firm and do it. It might not be chic in 2021 when everybody's got this live and let live type of thing. I don't believe in let live and let live because we are, are not our own, you know? God gave us a purpose, but I understand where you guys are coming from. I have to just be honest. 
Well, I appreciate that. I knew this was going to be a bit of a touchy subject, and uh, but it's big in the news, and I know it needed to be talked about. So, God bless us all. Um, God bless us all. You know, everybody has their own opinions about everything, and they say, you "Well, guys. you guys are a bunch of old fogies," but yep, yeah, that's who we are. So, um, <laughs> I just want to do a quick update on COVID cases are down eighty percent with nursing home staff and and. Um, patients, which I thought uh, was interesting due to the vaccine. Um, what they're not saying, and what I have seen here, a lot of countries, especially overseas and especially in Brazil, that the contraction rate of COVID-19 has gone skyrocketing, even with the vaccines. So it's going to be interesting to see. The, the, the coronavirus itself is mutating into three or four different strands mm-hmm. already. That's scary. And um, while all these vaccinations that they have coming out now with uh, that everybody's getting vaccinated for, we don't know if those are going to work on these other strands. So it's going to be curious to see. But I also wanted to bring up that the Duke students at uh, Duke, the underclassmen, they were on a one-week quarantine because I guess there's a big, huge outbreak of COVID-19 down at the uh, campus of Duke. We're not letting kids to go home for spring break or anything. They were locked yeah, into their rooms the, for a week. That's they terrible. pulled the basketball team from the uh, championship tournament, tournament, I believe, as well, right? Wow. Now. Mm-hmm. You know, the problem is now that <clears throat> all this stuff about vaccine is out, you know, you got these people who are irresponsible to begin with. They hear the word vaccine. Ah, we ain't got to wear a mask anymore. Or they're being careless or whatnot. And we had a, we had a wedding that happened just a couple of weeks ago. Or 55 people attended a wedding and no one decided to wear a mask or practice any type of social distancing rules or anything like that. And it caused a massive outbreak in the entire state. Mm. Oh, 55 boy. people attended a wedding. Sure. Yeah. So, well, I, I, I don't personally want to have the vaccine as of yet because I don't know what the long-term effects are. And that's, you know, everybody has good I'm thoughts. I'm my research I, as well. Yeah. I, my father's trying to get it. My aunt and uncle go tomorrow to get theirs. I know, Mr. Fisher, you have yours scheduled for next week or this weekend. Yeah. And it's great for everybody that is getting them. You know, I no, just, no, 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 no. You, mis- you misheard. That's for VD. VD. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. <laughs> I got gotcha. <laughs> you. And I have to agree with you that because just because you're inoculated doesn't mean that you can just go and be all willy-nilly and not still be careful that's right. Because we don't know about these other strains that are out there and what they're going to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Coop, I know before you uh, took your hiatus, you were the COVID reporter for our other show. Uh, what do you have? What's your thoughts on all this? I've been trying to stay out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let you. I I will not say that there is a um, a vaccine available without the caveat that it is an experimental vaccine. And until it has been out as long as the CDC has um, uh, set re- rules and regulations for other vaccines to actually be considered, then I'm not really wa- ready to weigh in. I want to see what happens with it. I'm definitely not going to jump in line to get good it point. until I good find point. it. <clears throat> Three arms and you know glow in the dark and and whatnot too. You know I, I don't well, I know. I guess you'll I guess you'll find out. 
because I'm getting it immediately. Would you quit putting well, your face in the camera like that? You scared the crap out of me when you do that. So we'll, we'll I want to go to rock concerts again. Let's, I want to we'll go to concerts again. Keep an eye right, on I hear you. And we'll fish come see my band again. <laughs> That's right. Allie's had hers. My mom had her first shot. We're all going as soon as possible. That's what we're yeah, doing. The only concern that I really have with all of this is what happens is kind of like a, a penalty to people who exercise their, their rights to not be inoculated. Stay away. You know, well, Stay away from all of us. That's the, the concern. We're going to put you on the, I think we're, we're going to put you in uh, like Montana. <laughs> well, we could be on a no flight zone or we could be, you yep. know, not allowed to, to, you know, participate in, in things that it's just, it's ridiculous. So until I yep. see how this all shakes out, you know, I'm not jumping in line to be a guinea pig for anybody. All We're right. going to move down to Belmont County. Stay down there. Oh, that's it. I'm going to bow out. We'll uh, take it on over to uh, pop okay. culture now. Well, well, no, no. This is the scariest oh. part of the show. Well, we're going to hand uh -oh. the baton off to Coop. <laughs> oh. So I, before this, I uh, just want to warn the FCC that his opinions are not our opinions. And uh, this is a trial basis. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Words and so, opinions of this individual is not necessarily a reflection of the It Came From Gen X show. No, <laughs> carry on, Coop. <laughs> yeah, get his opinions now before we ship him down to Belmont County. <laughs> Actually, they don't have internet. <laughs> all three of you all going down there. So I... I just was all three of you that I found I found kind of interesting. And I know that the <clears throat> show from the best that, that we've been able to explain it to people is this is our generation. We might take pot shots at some of the other ones. I mean, millennials absolutely drive me insane. And I've made no bones about that, you know, up until this point anyway. So I, I started looking into some things that that they would be. Um, let me, for example, apps that people download, the types of apps that our generation downloads versus other generations. And mm -hmm. this all came about because Skinner was like inundating us with, Hey, you know, we're going to put this on your, your phone so we can do this meeting. And then, no, we're going to do it this way. So download this app. So in the course of going through all this, <clears throat> started to see some of the, the disconnect because my son, who's also, he was our former producer with the reality football. Um, he uses an entirely different set of tools, programs, and apps. So when I was looking at the difference, um, one of the things that I realized was millennials, they share everything. Privacy doesn't matter. They just, it, 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 they use the most apps, but they also aren't as concerned as what we would be or, you know, the baby boomers before us would be as far mm. as privacy issues go. Um, now, I didn't get into any specific apps at that point, but I also found that um, the generation after them, what do they call them, the, the Centennials or the Gen Y? Uh, Gen Y, I think. They, they seem to prefer, like, the instantaneous stuff. They like... Uh, you know, they don't give give away as much personal information. They just seem to have you know a little bit more common sense in that regard. But Snapchat, Vine, some of those things that uh, yeah. they do. 
so I thought, well, okay, boomers don't really download as much. One of the things that the boomers do download are health apps. 75% of all boomers have at least one health app to monitor heart um, disease, diabetes, that kind of stuff. My chart. <laughs> right. Well, and that's just it is, you know, in our generation, uh, we lead the pack when it comes to shopping, payment services, mm-hmm. uh, apps that let us watch TV and, and movies on our phone. And yeah. then things like this is the part that, that I completely agree with. Find my device. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's like yes. number one apps that's downloaded from our generation is find my device. So I, I got to thinking of what apps, if you could have an app that doesn't currently exist, mm-hmm. something that would be great for our generation, specifically because that's kind of the premise of the show, what app would you like to see that doesn't currently exist? So I want, I want to hear what you guys think, and then I'll give you the what. Great question. That is a great that's- question. Kind of like me telling you to download Discord. He told us to be ready for this question earlier. <laughs> no. I didn't hear that part. Uh, Find wow. my friend's intelligence. <laughs> there you you, you, you kind of hold it up. Kind of hold it up and he give you, you give you a rating. Like, here's this guy's uh, uh, aptitude for technology. Right. Uh, and, you know, right. Here's his uh, political beliefs, perhaps, and this and that and the other. There you go. Interesting. <laughs> Keith, what do you got? I know you got something creative. Well, I think it'd be a cool app if you could hold your phone up to somebody's face mm-hmm. and get a get a background on them. Oh lord! Uh, yeah, you sure you want that? <laughs> yeah, just a general background, you know, like if it's a if it's a guy, if it if it's a guy, you want to make sure he wasn't born with the name Stella, you know, things like that. Or <laughs> if it's a, uh, a girl, she, she wasn't born with the name Bob. Just a general information. Um, you for a second because what i had was is it piggybacks right off of what you're saying there i have an app idea that i think would be beneficial to our entire generation called oh boy right say it say it again pronouns it Mm -hmm. right so okay like for example you take a picture of some confused millennial right one that is like one of the 18 new gen that's out there right now right Mm. um the genders that have been invented since we grew up and it gets uh, like, like a, a quick pronoun that you can use so that you don't say the wrong thing. And then the next thing, you know, you're canceled, your Twitter has been shut down and you have to go to like a sensitivity training class or something like that. So it'd be beneficial to, to us in relating to, you know, what we have floating out floating around out there, but it would also make it so that we're communicating better with, multi-generations so i gotta chime in with this too you guys talking about pronouns and there was a conversation here at my house this past weekend between two siblings one of them being the 12 year old and the other one being the 27 year old sister a 12 year old stomped out of the house in absolute hysterics because it's not what you have on the outside it's who you are on the inside is what this 12-year-old has been groomed to say 
on a crap that she's watching on her phone that she sees on her TV and YouTube. They were talking about uh, the there was a disparaging term to a a woman. Um, I'm just gonna say the term dyke was used and it just set her off. She's like. And then it got into talking about men and women. It doesn't matter if you were born a man, you, if you want to be a woman, it's how you feel inside, not what you have outside. And uh, so it's not just the millennials to have the issues with uh, which bathroom do they use. It's the 12-year-olds and the 10-year-olds and the 13, 14-year-olds that are coming up behind them that are just as mm. confused, if not worse, than what it is right than what they, the millennials are. Wow. Interesting. You got an app for that? Yeah, I need an app to figure out how to talk to her because you can't say anything without the feelings being hurt. And That's a good Marcy, one. Love her, Marcy dear, love her dearly, <laughs> just looked at her and she says, it's not always about your feelings. If you walk into a conversation and you don't like the, the content of the conversation, walk your little ass away is what she told her and left you it at that. A translator app where you can have dad speak and yep. then translates it to like what a a 12 year old could <laughs> that's a good one out mm-hmm. and storming that's a good oh, one too good i got one. another idea for an app too What's you're that out in public you can mm-hmm. hit it and it'll tell you where all the restrooms are ah. and, then rate, and then rate them for the cleanest ones that's that a great is, one there you go yeah that mm-hmm. actually exists i forget what it's called but that one exists Oh, how about that? Go pee, oh, yeah. GoP.com. Okay. okay one more, and then we'll move on. But I have okay. a, an idea that I thought of the other day while I was sitting at a red light called mm. Bass Jammer. That's where you can pull up to a light and some jack-in-the-box pulls up behind you bumping some bass. You can actually use this app to freeze the volume level of his music. I've always thought of that. You want to put on there so you could put some classical music you can mm. put radio, whatever you wanted to throw out until you're, you're, you're way too nice you're way too nice i've thought of something like that but i wanted to be able to blow up their stereo i <laughs> uh, hear <laughs> all right hey coop thank you it was good to our uh, music on is, is a penance for having that bass pumping that's true yeah more of a punishment all right. All right. Let's get on to some pop culture. Coop past the dish to, to fish. <laughs> All right. So one of the it. more, thank you. One of the interesting things that I, I in pop culture this week was uh, an NFT sold at auction for $69 million. What's a NIFT? Do you know? Now what is a NIFT? That was my first question. Are you down so, with NFT? <laughs> yeah, I heck yeah. If I if I could uh, make sixty nine million dollars, so an <laughs> NFT. This is a new thing now. Okay, so it's non fungible token. I hope what I'm pronouncing that correctly. Bitcoin? Well, these are fungible so, token. So non fungible token, which is not your. Uh, body parts uh, for sure. I think they are fung- fungible. So this artist known as uh, so Mike Winkleman, known as Beeple. Now, Beeple is I, I'm like, what about this guy? Look, it's like a just like a guy in his 40s or 50s, just some white guy in his 40s or 50s, 
It just What's sold his name? Mike Winkleman. And his artist name is Beeple, B-E-E-P-L-E. Okay. So it's, oh, it's sold at Christie's. I, I, so here's what it is. Okay. Here's the definition. It's an asset verified using blockchain technology in which a network of computers records transactions and gives buyers proof of authenticity and ownership. The current boom is mostly for digital assets, including gifts, songs, or videos. Most importantly, NFTs make digital artworks unique and therefore sellable. So the idea basically, as other mediums apparently are getting into this. So like, for instance, the NBA sold a video of LeBron James dunking or something like that to somebody as an NFT. That person owns that art, if you will. Now, a lot of people say, what's the point of owning it? Because the guy with the guy created is actually fairly cool. And I'll post this on the, on the, well, if we have the video, <laughs> but it's actually right here. You can sort of see it. It's like a, it's a very cool digital. I'll send it to you, but okay. if we can post it, I'll post it on the page. I'll at least post it on the page at the very least. It's a very cool piece of art. So some people say, what's the point? Because it's online. Anybody can access right. it. Right. So you can grab it. You can share it. You could do anything you want online, as we all know. However, you can't this prove this process, whatever this NFT will prove that somebody owns that piece. So it's not unlike, let's say, I I purchased the original Mona Lisa, let's say, right? Obviously, that's anybody can look at the Mona Lisa. It's in a museum now, or I can show people. You could take pictures of it. It's all over the place. If you want to know what the Mona Lisa looks like, you can look at it. But that person owns that piece of art so this is i've heard it all now yeah this apparently is a is a new thing to me it sounds like i have a lot of money i don't know what to do with it so i'm going to try to get some bragging rights or whatever and purchase some of these and then i'm sure like another piece of art somebody's also potentially betting on the fact that maybe i could parlay this in the future somehow some way so the market has grown by almost 300% in 2020 when it was valued at over $250 million. So uh, there you have it. So NFTs, is it crazy? Is it the wave of the future? Any initial thoughts on that phenomenon? <laughs> that $69 million. Thing. That is a millennial thing if I've ever heard one. Go ahead, Coop. What do you say? Is it publicly traded? I don't know that it's publicly. Well, is it publicly traded? No, it's just somebody bought it. It's, it was a, at an auction. Not the piece that they bought. No, he means like on, a, on the stock market. I right. I don't know if that's. I don't have. I have not seen anything to that effect. If there I would doubt it. It, 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 it would take quite a bit for it to go public. It's just somebody buying the rights to it. If if it has the ability to tag that person, so um, I would never understand that. Yeah. So say the buyer of an NFT will not necessarily acquire a copyright or even sole access to a work. Many will remain available to anyone with internet connection, but some people are willing to pay handsomely to be able to claim ownership of the verifiably real thing. So that's. 
That's what people now, see, are paying the, the, way, for. the way our generation did it, some prince over in some third world country worth $40 billion <laughs> would have somebody steal it. Sure. And have it and put on his wall. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, but these you can't steal because it's electronically cryptic. Right. With you own like it. Like I said, that is one of the most millennial stories we've had yet. Yeah. I thought that was coming from a Gen Xer. That's a millennial story. That's that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, that's I, think I want us, it on my but, wall. See this Ali picture? Stole it. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I want it on my wall. <laughs> yeah, that's basically that's kind of what it is. That's kind of what it is. So you can you you know yeah I I don't understand it really myself. I don't understand the real value in it. I think a lot of people yeah. maybe really don't that's quite yet. That's interesting though. So yeah, there you go. So that was. That was something. What else you got for us? Uh, uh, what else did I get? Oh, yes. Holiday football. What else you got? Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. Here's something that was kind of sad here. So this definitely hits home for our generation here. So uh, Lou Ottens, O-T-T-E-N-S, he passed away last Saturday, not this past Saturday, the Saturday prior, 94 it. years of age, bless his heart. Uh, Mr. Ottens was the inventor of the Cassette tape. God bless him. My goodness. So so think about that for a second here. He wanted to create something portable and accessible. uh, And it it actually was invented back in 1963. I mean, who knew? Right. So. Right. But the as we all know, growing up in the, uh, you know, in the 70s and the 80s, you know, once cassettes hit the market for current albums that certainly in our generation took the ability to transport music to an entirely different level if we think back on that i mean on our era we had albums we had the radio you know and that was that was kind of a yeah, crappy eight tracks and stuff right listen but that this, guy with columbia yeah. house is the best combination since cagney and lacy that's right. <laughs> That's right. You think about that. We 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 mentioned this too. I mean, the, just the this when you would get cassette tapes again. We had all we all all of us here had cassette tapes. We could transport them. Obviously, you had the whole new technology. You borrow and the, and Iron Maiden cassette, put it in your Never pocket. Never return them. Never return them at all. To this day, thirty right. plus years later, obviously cars had the cassette uh, tape players, and then our generation was the first one to have the ability to, you know, be on the KTEL albums. Right where you buy a variety album mm-hmm. with different songs on a vinyl, we right. had the ability to make the mixtape, which you know to painstakingly it, it did revolutionize music. Yeah, it, it really revolutionized did. the entire industry. Right, uh, the mixtapes, the the parties, uh, DJing. I mean, everything that you could do, and we would listen to the radio. Now, Fisher, you're really hitting a, batting a hundred here, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a, a millennial story you just had. This is a great Gen X story because Absolutely. the cassette tape was everything to us. Uh, I remember listening to radio for hours just to hear that one song that you want on sure. your tape. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. And if you put the great mixtape together, you thought it was like the most perfect thing. You'd brag about it. This is the yeah. ultimate mixtape, you know? Awesome. Had to hold I would the sit there. We had until the song Go ahead, Coop. on and then time it perfectly to hit yeah. it. And- yeah, the- yeah. That's right. We 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 had a we were above average, I think, probably in my time. But we might we ran the TV audio through a stereo, right? And my dad Ooh. had a cassette player in the stereo. So I recall sitting in a chair 
with the cassette tape in the stereo, watching MTV for hours and hours and hours. And then, oh, this video is coming up. And then click, you hit the record That's button. Brilliant. So I never even make, thought of that. Yeah, so it's just, but I'm, God I'm gonna bless say this you, Mr. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. And, yeah. and, and of course, the ultimate, the worst thing was not popping that tab out when you made the perfect mixtape yeah, and somebody recorded something over it. Yeah, there's nothing oh, worse yeah. than that. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Skitter. <laughs> No, you're right. The the cassette tape and the mixtape is it revolutionized music how we know it today. And it's funny that the kids now today don't even know what the hell a cassette tape is. They don't know what a Columbia House is. They don't know what it is to buy 11, 11 albums or, or 11 records for one cent. To get it all unwound. Or wind <laughs> right. It. right. Nope. The pencil was your favorite yeah. tool with that. I was just going to say, you know what else was created? With the invention of the mix of the tape cassette tape, mm. ask for it and rewind. Yeah, because with the eight track, you had to let it play all the way through. That's right. Before you did. got back to your song. That's right. So it's definitely made on on demand uh, recording a reality. So bless your heart, uh, Mr. Ottens. You definitely brought us something Absolutely. that uh, helped usher in a new wave of uh, music for us. And last thing I had, real quick, real fun is uh, the. One of my favorite games for the NES of all time was the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was an arcade game at the time as well. This game, actually, there were two versions. One was not so good, but they had a newer one, which is based on the arcade game, Konami or something like that. Great, great gameplay. A lot of fun. Looks like you're watching the cartoon. I used to play that game with for hours and hours and hours with our old classmate uh, Todd Hammonds, rest in peace. We played that game for hours on end all the time on the original NES gaming system. And uh, they uh, they are coming out with a new, like a continuation of that game, Shredder's Revenge. Look for it online. You can see it. Cool. Uh, the trailer, so the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles team theme song from the t- cartoon is sung by the singer from Faith No More. Koopy, I maybe mean, remember his name, but anyways, he he sings the video, yeah. which is very very sweet on the trailer. But the gameplay looks great. It looks like an '80s video game. The pixelation and all this stuff looks like a great game. I haven't gamed in a long time. I posted this on our page as well, but this may draw me uh, draw me back in. So that's that's fun. That was a nice childhood uh, memory there. So that's yeah. the main pop culture stuff that I got. There's other stuff, but it's not as not as big as that. Oh, so. that, was, that was Mike Patton. This ain't no more. Mike Patton. Uh, that's right. Mike man, Patton. Great He's saying it. Yeah. Ninja yeah. Turtles, certainly something from our past. Now, there's a story hey, that I was really hoping. Skating on that that easy there. Uh, Brian said, I, I, ga- I haven't gamed for a while now. Uh, mm. Brian is actually in a committed relationship. Yes, right have something to do with it based off of that conversation we had last week with these losers sitting in their parents' basement talking about <laughs> video game uh, sexual relations. So, uh, yeah. You wish that you haven't got the old joystick out and played a little for a while. <laughs> Boy. Uh, I, uh, now you're throwing me off here a little bit. So now, actual video game, <laughs> yes, we still play that, but the other stuff, yeah. yeah I'm doing okay on the other stuff, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. there's a pop culture story I was really hoping you hit on tonight, buddy. What what I miss? Uh, the, the Kardashians are coming to an oh, end. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a, well, ended on a happy story there. You know what? I have not seen. I have not watched ten seconds of the Kardashians ever. Not I've seen seconds. about ten seconds of it. Yeah, 
and, and you know what? It is a pop culture phenomenon. I'm glad That's to true. see it go. Uh, yeah. They have served more brothers than the lunch lady in the penitentiary. <laughs> but I am glad to see them sit out the door. <laughs> all right. Anyway. <laughs> you know what? It, it, I, all things considered, all things considered, that family found a way to parlay like very little fame probably before absolutely. this whole, however they did it. And they made. Got to give them credit you know, for that. Hey. You know, more power to them. If we could do I it, give we would do credit the same for that. thing. Yeah, so. yeah absolutely. Yep. Brilliant. All yeah. right. Thanks a lot. All right. Well, let's move on to some sports, fellas. Sports. A uh, couple yeah. of major huge stories today in sports, um, as you know. And uh, I will start off with uh, the big announcement. We are obviously the guys from Reality Football. So Drew Brees made it official today. He is retiring mm -hmm. um, after an amazing, amazing career. The last few yep. years, we got to see him break some of the one-star untouchable records. Yep. Uh, the t you know, so uh, just hats off to Drew Brees. He's one of the guys that did it with, with total class. Without question, a Hall of Famer. Um, did get a ring. A couple of disappointing seasons with the Saints. We thought they'd get back yep. uh, to the big game the last few years. Mm -hmm. Of course, they had some horrible things happen to him. A couple of some calls that were terrible. Uh, but uh, yeah. we thought Drew would end up with a couple more rings with the squad that they've had for the last what eight years, maybe. Yeah, yeah the, the pass interference, the non-pass interference call against the Rams. Yeah. They should have been the Super Bowl, and we thought this year they would beat the Bucks, but uh, just yeah, didn't happen. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Great career. Did a lot for the city down there. Good for him. So, yep. like Ooh, you say, Hall of Fame for sure. I'm Drew Brees. Yeah, you know, if if I weren't a Cowboys fan, I would have been a Saints fan. Okay, yeah. that, that says a lot. There you go. That says a lot, Skinner. Yeah, Drew Brees. You didn't hear much from him other than his accolades up until recently, and he rescinded on a kind of an idiotic statement he made, probably out of context, uh, and it was certainly out of character for him. Uh, but class act, great father, great teammate, great quarterback. He's a Top 10 quarterbacks of all time. He's definitely in that discussion. First ballot Hall of Famer. I like to see that he's gone out on his terms and not, right. not uh, gone out on any other way other than I'm done. We'll and, see him on TV. And, uh, yep. Yeah, yeah so. well, without question. And Skinner, I, I'm <clears> glad <throat> you had the guts to mention the, the statement that was made. Um, I, I tell you, it was an idiotic statement, but I tell you what, I was so upset and how he was crucified. If any, when ex, when do we deserve any credit? This guy has been nothing but class his entire career, mm -hmm. and then one statement, which was out of, he didn't mean any harm. He wasn't educated. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Right. At what right. point do we let somebody say, you know what? Hey, everybody makes a mistake. I was so upset with the with the way this guy was crucified for that statement. I thought it was utterly ridiculous. So, uh, and, and and I'm a black man saying that. I thought that was just totally stupid. When do we give people credit, you know? You go your entire career in a class act, and you make one statement, and then boom. Uh, we got to stop this cancel culture stupid stuff. Another millennial invention. But okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, all right. Keep your ball out of my yard. Keep it out of my yard. I'm keeping it this time. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I hate you, bitch. <laughs> okay. All right, good. All right, free agency. Hey, somebody told me you were going to touch on some Grammy stuff. Is that not a thing tonight? Hey, we'll get to that. All right, we're in sports right now. Free agency has begun. Okay. Only thing I'm going to say about the free agency is Tampa Bay went ballistic today. Not Tampa Bay, New England went ballistic today, spending a lot of money. Uh, not household names, but guys in key positions. Uh, really, really, Belichick is, is starting off already aggressive. The season began, I believe, March 11th officially. And man, he's coming out swinging. Uh, he doesn't want to have another season like last year. I don't know where the Patriots get all their money from, but it's ridiculous. You know, Steelers can't sign uh, a new water boy, and the past has been money left and right like this. I don't know, man. Any thoughts on it's the that, business? It's that side it's, business down in Florida that Kraft had. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, I was just going to say that. I was going to say he's a little, little, less, little less massaging. A little less massaging these days of putting him back on the team. A little too much negative publicity there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for New England at all. Yeah. <laughs> right. But they're okay, not going to go anywhere unless they get a quarterback. I'll just throw well, that out there. Cam Newton as well, too, which I found <sighs> that interesting. Yeah. He's going to give me backup. I, listen, before we, we put this guy on the bench, he had nothing to work with. And don't forget, before Brady left, pretty much in the same position, nothing to work with. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to dismiss Cam yet. Fair. Okay, hey guys, Fair sad, sad news this weekend in the world of sports. A class act, true legend we lost in the world of boxing, marvelous Marvin oh, Hagler. Yeah. One yeah. of my favorite of all time yeah. of this dude. Man, he was a beast back in the 80s. Middleweight class was probably the greatest in history. Maybe just the greatest class in boxing history. Marvelous yep. Marvin Hagler, Roberto <clears throat> Duran, Tommy Hitman Hers, and my favorite of all time, Sugar Ray Leonard. I mean, these now, guys had good. Marvin Hagler in that pay-per-view fight, 87. He beat Sugar Ray Leonard. That was all show garbage. Okay, there you go. okay, all right. That. Hagler won that one. fight. Good stuff. Should have won that. And of course, Should've Marvin Hagler did a Pizza Hut commercial that really made you want to eat pizza back then. Uh, Hagler that's, that's had true. a record of 62, 3 and 2, 52 knockouts. And his fight uh, back in 85 in Las Vegas with Tommy Hitman Hearns might be one of the greatest boxing matches of all time with a third round KO, a uh, minute and 52 in the third round. Uh, it was just extraordinary. Uh, he made ball heads hip before Michael Jordan did. Yeah. And he was just a great yeah. guy. Yeah, he never got the credit for that. Jordan did, but uh, I mean, her uh, he, Hagler he just, was first. Great fighter. He just looked cool. I remember that Sports Illustrated cover with him. He did. One of the probably one of the greatest boxing photographs, boxer photographs yeah. of all time was him posing for that. He just looked cool. So yeah, that, yeah. you know, Rest we had peace. the Muhammad Ali era that, and after that, boxing had kind of <clears> took a dive. If these guys brought boxing <clears> back, of course, that slid yeah. into the Mike Tyson right. era. But these guys brought it yeah. back before that. We didn't have cable right. vision, you know, yeah. like we did at that time. But if we had a, these guys would have been everywhere on TV. Coop, yeah, you, you think about that. They ushered that whole pay per view era in. Yeah, they were totally Those ushered guys it back in, then yeah. in the eighties. Those guys, yep, yeah, legends. Totally cool. That's not the only sports legend we lost this week, though. Okay. Right. Uh, longtime Hall of Fame broadcaster. We lost uh, Joe Tate in the middle of all this. Oh, we lost oh, Joe Tate. Yeah. yeah. Great. Well, yeah, thank local, you. Yeah. 
local guy. Yeah, That's near and dear here. Away. Absolutely. Very loved, loved man. Some of the calls that he made, like just iconic calls, not yeah. just from the, the Northeast Ohio area, but these were calls that were uh, replayed nationwide. He was just yeah. so yeah. charismatic. It was, it was fantastic. Obviously, he yeah. had a lot of in sports, but like any local broadcasting legend, these guys are, tell, are uh, broadcasting and spread all over the country. When they make great calls like right. that, yeah. certain um, Elo um, shot yeah. the Back in the eighties, yes, a lot of the the uh, Cavs games, the the just the the voice was recognizable no matter where you went. Listening to the radio, you would stop for a moment because he got so animated, you wanted to hear what was happening. Yep, yeah. And for those of you, we are we're in Akron, Ohio. If uh, you're listening from afar, we are really mourning here in Northeast Ohio. We've lost two legends within a week. Uh, Michael Stanley mm. and Joe Tate. So, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty yeah. tough uh, to deal with there, uh, Skinner. Yeah, I agree. Joe Tate was uh, something. Uh, he was to me. He's like the Ham, uh, Tom Hamilton of baseball with Cleveland Indians. He's the most beloved guy in all of baseball and has been for many years. And Joe Tate was like that. He was with the Indians for a while, but he got his mark and his. His accolades yeah. was the call of the Cavs. And back in the Bulls Cavs era, uh, you know, and, we're talking late was, 80s, early 90s. Lots of the Jordan era. Yeah, he, uh, he did all those iconic calls, like Coop was saying. And uh, he's definitely going to be missed. Um, yeah. So, okay. All right. About well, 10 minutes to go, fellas. I just wanted okay, to well, throw it out there. Before we get into music, I got uh, one, one note, which I know is going to rile the feathers of you three morons. But we got to give a happy birthday to Pittsburgh Steelers coach Mike Tomlin. Turns 49 today. Mike Tomlin, the third head coach in 50 years for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Chuck Noll was hired at 69 at 37 years of age. Bill Cowher in 1992 at 34. And Tomlin was hired at 34 years of age in 2007. He's got a record of 145, 78, and 1. And, of course, the, the big thing you always hear about, he's never had a losing season. Now, I'm going to say this to get this started off. I, I, what? He should quit while he's ahead. We yeah, will, well, shut up. We wish anyway, him an early congratulations on third place in the division this year. Thank you. Shut up. Yeah. I knew you idiots. <laughs> uh, I talked to real Steelers fans. We have some real conversations. We're tired of hearing about this. Never had a losing season. Had too many underachieving seasons with the squad he's had, in my opinion. Uh, with the killer bees should have won at least one Super Bowl. Uh, he has been outcoached in all the big games, in our opinion. Uh, obviously, except for the one Super Bowl we had. And I really, really think that needs to be addressed as well when you talk about no losing seasons, but very definitely underachieving seasons. And that's from a Steelers fan. That's just like this show. How many Steelers? How many Steelers fans does it take to change a light bulb? How many take you punch you in your eye? Oh, happy happy birthday! Line. What else you got? All right, let's move happy on. Happy birthday, Mister Tomlin. Quick. What do you got? Yes. <laughs> in the world of music, no payoff. Okay, the big, no. the big news. <laughs> music. Big news, of course. Last night was the Grammys. Yes. Uh, one of the weirdest Grammys I've ever seen, hosted by Trevor Noah. Uh, it looked like they asked the the uh, the cleaning crew to dress up and sit at some tables twenty feet from each other. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know they had some music acts. When one act would get done, they would watch the <clears> next <throat> act, and so on and so on and so on. It was very, very strange. 
Some of the musical performances I thought was interesting. Uh, Harry Styles, who I don't like at all, I was really impressed with his with his uh, solo song. He could sing. Uh, yeah, he could sing. They had real musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, his bass player was phenomenal. It was a nice song, so I, I give props for props to do. Mm-hmm. Then they had this group. Uh, uh, well, first of all, there was then there was Billie Eilish. This is a millennial singer, if I've ever heard one. I don't know what the attraction is. She sounds like she's got a mouthful of hot marbles. Open your mouth and sing. Good Lord. She ain't no Steve Perry, that's for sure. And this is the most annoying, annoying singer I've ever heard in my life. I just want to kick her while she's singing. Like, will you speak up? That's how you really Still feel. my front lawn. <laughs> a hootie. Yeah, she ain't no hootie. <laughs> oh, my God. That was one of the most oh Gen X things you ever said. That's hilarious. Thank oh you. My God. That's so funny. <laughs> she's there was still this Steve group. Perry. There was yeah, there. Yeah, was, that there guy could say. That's your go-to. There was, a group, there was a group called Jaime, Hyman. I mean, Jaime. Uh, three girls. Uh you know they 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 were interested. They had their microphones facing the drummer. Oh, the drummer, hey, they're good. Hey, hey Hyman, they're whatever. Sister. They're, they're sisters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They need to put some pants on. Those I haven't seen knees like that since <sighs> I went fishing. But mm-hmm. uh, the bass, the drummer had a guitar strapped to her back. <laughs> she did vocals. Got up in the middle of the song. The other one sat behind the drums, and then she starts playing guitar to sing. And I'm like, what is this? I wasn't impressed, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Certainly, they're very talented, talented group. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we had uh, Black Pumas. Uh, I thought it was a very, very interesting group. I thought they were pretty decent. Uh, it was good to see instruments back, you know, guitar players, drummers, not just pre-recorded crap. I thought they were sounding good. And then there was a guy, huh? Who was Black, Pumas. Black Pumas. Black Pumas, okay. yes. Okay. And there was an artist by the name of <clears throat> The Baby. I've never heard of The Baby. That is a ridiculous name. No, oh, I've heard. Yeah, like he was singing, yeah. and he had the Golden Girls behind him doing backing vocals. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like B. Arthur, all <laughs> in, in in graduation robes. But he was pretty good. It was interesting. Uh, and then, of course, Bruno Mars, who I think is one of the most talented people on the planet. Uh, yeah. They dressed up in three piece, uh, double breasted polyester knit 1970s suits. And uh, I did a little bit of old school, and I thought they were good. Well, that's so a little Richard tribute he did, right? Was I, am I correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it was really cool. They uh, had so some what, nice your, promos or uh, tributes. In your opinion, yeah. guys, Taylor Swift won the album of the year. I think Taylor Swift is just the, the industry, whatever. I think these awards are predestined. Uh, garbage, 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 garbage. Record of the year with the Billie Eilish. Uh, song of the year, somebody H-E-R. Uh, a r- rap album was interesting. They went to Nas. Nas has been out of the picture for a minute. That was good. And then, of course, the two interesting ones was the video of the year went to Beyonce and her, her and Jay-Z's daughter, yes. uh, Blue Ivy. So, right. man, talk about keeping it in the family. And then, of course, uh, this goes back to our uh, uh a year with the uh, the Metallica, Jethro Tull thing, the metal album or metal performance went to Body Count. I love Ice T, always have. The Body Count 
sucks. <laughs> so I'm like, of all the metal groups, really? Body count? You guys, take the floor. <laughs> that was the last time I watched the Grammys was when Metallica got hosed, if that tells you anything. <laughs> but I'm with you. I will say that I, I'm remiss. I, I wish I would have known ahead of time that Bill Burr was going to be on there presenting because that guy is freaking amazing. He yeah. is I want to say one thing before you go on. I agree with you. I haven't watched the Grammy since about then either. I watched it today. My sister recorded it just for the show. Wow. I, but Somebody uh, that's that politically incorrect and just saying what, what he feels. It's like what we would want to do with our own. Right. Something comes up. It's funny to you. You share that. Share that with people that, that you love. He's actually a comedian. If they didn't yeah. know his material when they asked him to host that show, they have yeah. no right but heard about it the day after. Exactly. Skinner, real quick, any comments? I don't, because I haven't watched the Grammys in I can't tell you how many years. Um, we, we talked about Metallica getting a hose back in 87. And I, after that, I was done. I, I have been. I don't watch right. it. Fish? Yeah, just of note, Beyonce is a winning, the winningest woman in Grammy history yes. with 28 yes. awards now. And uh, Taylor Swift is the first woman to win three albums of the year. In I am not a Beyonce form, fan. So. And I haven't liked Taylor Swift since her first album when she was country. I thought mm -hmm. that was a great album. The rest of her crap, she can go sell it on the street somewhere. Um, I, I didn't watch two seconds of it though. I mean, I I yes. just I feel like I'm so out of touch with some of that stuff anymore. It's just yeah, uh, I it know makes what me you feel mean. My age, yep. Yeah, I can't let quick, that I, I'm sorry, I have to, my my daughter would not be she she wouldn't even come over anymore if I didn't defend Taylor in some regard here. Oh, I see a Tay Tay, you Swifty. I have yeah. I call I call him the the um the cardigan um uh. Posse there with you know they yeah, they, okay. they, they all this whole Taylor Swift bashing thing has has been a thing. I mean it's like the, the Dallas Cowboys to me. You know it's just people love to hate them. And I've gone back and listened to a lot of her music. No, some no, of no, it no. Because it, Kathy suck. always has what she she <laughs> has this on in the background. She's a huge mega fan, so I'm a, I'm always exposed to it. But I have found some of these like like B sides kind of tracks that her and her band are learning. Taylor Swift's got some fantastic music. It's not always the stuff that you hear on the radio, but this girl has so much talent and she writes her own well, stuff. Well, that's my point. That's yeah. my point. When she came out, I loved her, wrote her own stuff, and I thought she was amazingly talented. But that's not what she's putting out there. She wants to be a pop princess. It's all about skin, you know, TNA. And she's lost who she was, in my opinion. So I totally agree that she's talented, and but that's not what she's putting out. You just said it was a B side. Well, put it out on the A side then. So, <laughs> hey, I don't care. I love Cassie, but Taylor Swift sucks because hey. she's not being true to herself. She ain't no uh, Tina Turner. Put it out on the A side. Yeah, she ain't no Tina Turner. That's right. <laughs> on that's on that right. note, I've got to say, fellas, we are up against it. Okay, real quick. Today in music, 1955, Elvis made the biggest move of his career. He signed with Colonel Tom Parker. Oh, wow. Obviously, it was the right guy for the job because he took him to heights never seen before. Also, wow. 1955, Ray Charles, 
uh, debut with I Got a Woman, considered the first soul song ever. Hmm. Awesome. That's awesome all stuff. I got. Right. Hey, she, she ain't no Laura Dern. <laughs> Final show info at It Came From Gen X on Facebook. Everything is there. We'll put videos, links, everything. Listen to us on your favorite podcast platforms. Thank you. Thanks for your support. Stay off my cool. lawn. Ooh, welcome back, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> welcome back, I am Mike Skinner for Keith Porter, Brian Fisher, and and John Cooper. We wish you farewell, and we'll see you next week. Take care, folks. Peace. <laughs> Bye.